Welcome to the SBS Tour de France Avic Zwift podcast. From plenty of first-hand experience, I know that Zwift makes indoor riding fun. And watching the Tour de France Femme Avic Zwift only adds to the fun. This is the first women's TDF in decades. So Zwift is calling on fans to watch the Femme and cheer on the women's peloton in action. And I'm pretty sure it'll inspire you to ride because the finish line, well, that's just the beginning. You could even watch the tour while riding on Zwift, joining a group ride, doing one of the workouts, or exploring some of the roads of France, like the Ventop Climb, Alpe de Zwift, or the Champs-Élysées. To dive in and start riding with a free seven-day trial, head to Zwift.com. Here's Christophe and Macca with the SBS Tour de France Avic Zwift podcast. Bonjour, 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 and uh, welcome to the Zwift SBS Cycling Podcast. Before we start, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, or subscribe to this podcast on our website, sbs.com.au slash sport, or log a ride with our friends at Zwift. Joining me in for the start of this podcast is Dave McKenzie. How are you, Dave? The start, and what is it, the final one? Number 29 or 30, whatever it is, it doesn't matter. Number a lot. It's a lot, <laughs> and what a way to finish it on Super La Planche de Belfi, and yeah. we're at, we are at the very top of the gravel section. What a stage! What yeah. a tour! And then, yeah, let's let's put the scenery in context. We are at the finish of the Tour de France, fam. Literally, about what 10, 20 meters from the finish line. Yeah. Feet in the gravel. There's a, a bit of wind. It's a bit chilly. What a place to finish a Grand Tour! It's beautiful, isn't it? And look, the weather's sensational at the top here. It's starting to cool off a little bit now, but it's still probably about 24 degrees. Um, quite most of the riders have come in. We saw Annemiek van Vluten, yeah, she dominated. No surprises there after yesterday's demolition of the peloton. And But what a great race. And, you know, the Aussies, we're super proud of them as well. It was a bit touch and go today for Annemiek because uh, maybe she was a bit tense. Uh, something were happening, not happy with the bike. Three or four bike changes. Yeah. What, 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 what can you read into this? Tension? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, you know, the best, the best winners, the best leaders stay calm. So I think her team, her team around her stayed calm. She stayed relatively calm. There was a moment where she was off the back and, and SD Works and Trek Segafredo were, were drilling it on the front and you thought, if this gap goes more than a minute and it starts to unravel, but it was, it was getting close to the base of La Planche de Belfi. So you sort of always thought in your back of your head, if she time trials from the bottom of the climb, she'll outclimb anyone. Yeah. And she had time up her sleeve, but there was a moment there it made it interesting, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And this is what we wanted in the in the last uh, yeah, in the, in the last of the, the the stage of the Tour de France. But uh, uh, she finishes on top. She wins the stage. She wins the yellow jerseys. She wins the race. Uh, she wins pretty much all. Uh, she had such a big smile when she came on, on the line, and you and I were uh, literally a meter away from her when uh, when she did. And I mean, I know we are very privileged, but she must feel ecstatic. Yeah, I Job mean, this well is, done. yeah, and. You know, her career, she's done just about everything in her career. She's won the world, she's won the Giro just well, this year, she's won Olympic champion, and this was the one that was missing. And it was only missing because it didn't exist, <laughs> sadly. And now it does, and now she wins it. It's the restart, I call it, of the Tour de France for women. Um, and she's won it. And I think it's fitting that the best rider in the world you know, wins the Tour de France and wins the first one. Yeah, can, can we say she's the best rider at least this year or no, for the last few years? Yeah, I mean, I think so. I think if you if you, if you you switch it and we talk about the men, you know, we say Pogacar was the best because yeah. now there's a new king at the moment and it's Vingago, isn't it? But yeah, I think in the women, 
Absolutely, Anamika's proven. She's won the last two mountain stages, that really tough days, you know, um, a lot of climbing on both days and finishing here on the gravel. She, she is the best to yeah. me. She is the best at the yeah. moment in, in the peloton. Let's listen uh, from her. This is Anamik van Vluten, the winner of the inaugural Tour de France Femme with Zwift. You won La Super Planche de Belfi with the yellow jersey. That makes it obviously more special. Yeah, that's actually a dream that comes true. Winning in yellow on the top. Wow. And it was not the easiest age. So it was not an easy week. It's been a super big roller coaster for me. And even today it was not easy. Uh, but uh, finish here in yellow solo. The best way. You, Anami van Vleuten, you are entering a little bit more in the history of your sport. The yellow jersey you have right now on your shoulder is now yours forever. I'm What super, does it mean for you? I'm super proud to be the first winner of the Tour de France for the women. When it's to have it back on the calendar and then again the first uh, women to win it in this new version. Wow, it's, uh, and I think, I hope it's a big start for more and that we can build this event to a bigger event for the women, also men and women. Um, but it's, uh, I think it's a milestone to win the, yeah, this first, the first one of this. And hopefully for way more uh, events of this. What's the main feeling you have inside you right now? I think now it all uh, can sink in and finally you can really enjoy it. Like yesterday, it was an unbelievable day, but I still want to keep the focus. Didn't want to celebrate already. Um, and now I can finally, yes, go only ice cream and pizza tonight and uh, celebrate with, uh, with the team we stay. Uh, so to celebrate, because also my team, they said there's, sometimes you take too less time uh, to celebrate. We always continue. And uh, tonight I can celebrate without thinking about tomorrow. Thank you very much. Congratulations. Thank you. That was uh, Annemiek van Vluten. She's such a fitting winner. She's got so much energy. Well, we see so much energy on the climb, but she carries that energy in the interview. She guides the interview when she meets the public, uh, you know, when she was with her teammates, with all the other riders as well. She's just a bundle of joys to, to see. And, and let's remember last year, she had a quite a nasty crash. She had to get a surgery. Yes. So it was not necessarily a given she would be here. No, no, that's right. I mean, look, cycling, there's no givens in cycling. and. No matter how good you are, you can, you can, you know, you have injuries, you have illness. She was sick at the start of this. Yeah. You know, let's take, cast our minds back. She was sick at the very start. She lost time. She didn't lose much. And, you know, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? But I think there's a few of those teams, SD Works, Trek, Segafredo, they probably wish they'd put one nail in the coffin. Yeah. <laughs> you know, there was a stage where they dropped her. The day when Cicely Ludwig won that stage into Epinay. They could have drilled it more and put more time into it. I don't think it would have mattered. I think Anamik would have made back that time anyway. But, you know, lessons learnt for them. And she hid, she fought, she recovered, and then she went on the attack and she showed the champion that she is. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, let's talk about uh, Demi Vollering as well, because she's... I mean, we can't really argue. She's the second best rider in the world at the minute. She's been uh, having a fantastic performance. And what she did as well today, she's pretty much the only one that really resisted Anamika a little bit. Yeah. Uh, and, and she has to be proud with her performance. Ah, she's, yeah, she, she has been brilliant. And, you know, the emotion she showed on the, on the podium yesterday when she collected the Queen of the Mountain jersey, the polka dot jersey, 
she won that fair and square today. She she capitalised on Van Vluten being in the yellow. She took the the category two climb and she won it. How important was it for her to actually go back home with a jersey? Because Anamik Van Vluten is collecting uh, the yellow. Mayan Voice is collecting the green. green. Uh, and then you know obviously Demi the white jersey, the yeah. young rider. But yep. Demi Volloring, how important was it for her to? Go the extra mile, go the, go the extra what to be able to collect that jersey? Yeah, I think, yeah, definitely important for her. Look, second overall, so, I mean, that in itself is she's made the podium. But I think impo important for the race. How important? I just think it's good that we've got a different winner of all of the jerseys. Yeah. Um, Van Vluten was dominant in the yellow and in the GC. Remember, it wasn't the case in the men's race for a few no, years. that's right. For and a few years. Yeah, and, and, and still not. So... I just think what it shows is, yes, Van Vluten was the, you know, outright winner by, by, by a country mile in the end, you could say. However, what we're seeing um, beneath that is, you know, a huge talent pool of women. And they're only, some of them are only just getting started. You know, Vollering is one of them. She's just 25. Juliette Labousse, yeah. the French woman, fourth overall. She was outstanding to me. I remember I first came across her racing in Australia, I think, at the uh, Cadell Evans race. And... She didn't do much there, but I think she was uh, sort of the most combative rider that day. And I thought, I'll remember that name. And here she is now, fourth at the Tour de France. And so she impressed me hugely, you know. And there's a few other young riders um, that are also stepping up. So I think what we've got now is such a great platform for this race to just keep going yeah. from strength to strength. Yeah, absolutely. But it was all as well the day for the Polkadot jersey. And you know how much I love a Polkadot jersey uh, in you any do. competition. But I actually do. I have a flag. Do you still have my flag? I it's, it's in your our, car, our actually. Our cameraman <laughs> almost piffed it. He was, we were doing a clean-out and I said, do not touch that. The top <laughs> will you. not be happy. So <laughs> it you. is safe and sound in the back of the van. Thank you. Let's listen to the winner of the Polkadot jersey, Demi Vollering. Demi, you tried hard today, but there was not, not more to do. No, um, I knew this climb really well, so I really hoped that I could come back again, but uh, no, it was not possible. I, uh, I think I, uh, I came a bit closer in the end because I knew that part really good. So uh, yeah, I gave it everything again and uh, I, hoped, uh, I hoped for more, but this was everything I could do today. And you finished second on the podium. That's still an amazing week for you. Yes, yes, I'm really happy with this uh, result. And also that I could keep the polka dot jersey is also really nice. So uh, I was riding with my heart today. And we were only with four uh, in, the, in the race still. So uh, we needed, unfortunately, we lost Marlon and uh, Ashley. So that was a bit sad, but uh, yeah. Lotte, Christine and Chantal did such a great job today. They, they are really trying to hang on as long as possible. And uh, yeah, we, we fight really hard today again. So uh, we, we cannot regret anything. And you come back home with this beautiful Pogeldot jersey. Yeah. Uh, that shows your consistency in the climb. Yes. Yes, I really hoped, of course, for, for that I could uh, go for yellow, but... Uh, Yeah, this year it was not possible yet. I hope I can be once uh, here in the Tour de France Femme in the yellow jersey. You'll, you'll come back next year for that? Yes, of course. <laughs> Thank you and congratulations. Thank you.
So that was uh, Demi Vollering. She won the uh, Polkadot jersey fair and square. And this jersey, as we all know, is super important, Maca, on the French road. You just have to open your eyes on the side of the road. How many Polkadot t-shirts and caps and, uh, and shades and whatever you want. Mate, you they're free. Of course people are going to wear them when they're free. <laughs> <laughs> I know no, you've got yours. I know you've got yours. It. People love it. And it's great. I have got a Polkadot cap. Uh, but I am, I am wearing the, uh, the Swift one. France Swift, uh, yeah, cap. It's, I like it's a this good one. cap. <laughs> and you know who's going to get it when I get home? Probably. My daughter. Probably My daughter. daughter is going to snatch that. She won't even ask for it. Yep. Um, okay, let's, let's, uh, let's now concentrate on um, our Aussie riders. Yeah. Uh, good performance. Overall, Grace Brown did a good display today. I mean, overall, she, she has to be happy with that performance. Yeah, look, I think, yeah, absolutely with today. I mean, this terrain isn't Grace's terrain. She's not a pure climber but she still climbs pretty good she's a classics rider that's how I see her and you know she, she's one of the best in the world in the classics grace now so but no she's I think she's been great for the whole eight days you know and she had a touchdown little crash herself um, she was okay thankfully um, so herself and and Rach Nalen you know one yeah. of the the most experienced of the Aussies I thought Rach Right with tenacity, you know, she, there were probably a couple of days she didn't have great legs, but she just put it out there and she laid it all out there today. She went down swinging, she went down fighting and yeah, great ride. All your horses, Maka, all your horses, yeah. because I have an interview, first of all, yeah. with Grace Brown. Grace Brown here, just at the top of La Super Plonge El Belfi. How tough is it? Uh, that's a brutal climb, yeah. I, I had reconned it, but racing up it on the eighth day of uh, the tour is another another thing completely so um yeah i was worried that i was going to fall off my bike on the last hundred meters but i made it finishing this tour de france was a goal for you are you satisfied with uh, with how it went yeah i mean i had high expectations coming in i sort of hoped that maybe i could get a result on a stage but the yeah the racing was just uh, at another level and everyone is in their best form of the year i think so um yeah, in the end, it's just awesome to have the experience and know a bit more what to expect next year. And and finishing on the finish just like this, I mean, uh, we know the the, the the men finished on the Champs Elysees, but what a scenery here! Yeah, I think it's pretty cool to finish up the top of a big brutal climb. Like we don't get to do the the parade around Paris, but um, this is still pretty epic. Okay, recovery. Thank you, Grace. Thanks, Christoph. So that was Grace Brown straight after. I'm <laughs> You're getting ahead of yourself as oh, we record no, this podcast. Like, uh, I'm glad you noticed the work I've done. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but so that was uh, that was Grace Brand. Uh, and it's always good to have Grace in, in a podcast. She's yeah. been a massive supporter of this podcast. But somebody else has been a massive supporter of this podcast. You just mentioned her is Rachel Nalen. And Rachel Nalen, guess what? I spoke to her as well on the finish line. Rachel Nalen, how tough is this climb? Yeah, it's uh, it's <laughs> one for the history books. It's uh, it's becoming a much loved iconic climb, and um, yeah, look, I think most people have seen it now in the men's Tour de France, and and then and then us today. But yeah, super hard, and uh, to finish the tour up here is pretty special. Like the crowds alongside the road were just incredible. In my best Australian, I can say you gave it a crack. I did. I gave it a crack a few times today, and I think I left it all out there on the road. Um, yeah, I, I picked my moment and, you know, you've got to roll the dice sometimes and, and take a take a bet. Um, nothing went early, but, um, you know, I tried tried all day and unfortunately got away solo and, yeah, instead of having a group with me. And, uh, but yeah, then I tried again at the end and, yeah, it wasn't to be, but I, uh, I went down fighting today. Tour de France in a French team. 
What is? What, how is it from the inside? Yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. It's like, it, well, yeah, it's it's like, it's everything. Like the season revolves around this race, and um, yeah, there's a lot of extra special um, attention, obviously, and and you know a lot of inside information, and uh, yeah, I mean nothing nothing too special, but it's uh, yeah, it just means so much to the team to uh, to have a strong performance and to really really show the jersey out there. Look. You deserve your recovery. Thank you for all your time. Thank you for all the support you give to the podcast as well. Oh, thanks, guys. And um, yeah, I really love your work. And, and um, yeah, thank you so much for all you do for, for coverage of, of cycling. And um, yeah, we're, we spend so long away and um, it's so nice that we can get, you know, get um, all the news and action brought back home to our friends and family in Australia. Thanks, Rachel. Thanks. So that was Rachel and Nayland. So you, you actually worked at I've the actually been line. a bit busy. Oh, you know? just wandered around with a microphone. I was not just tweeting away. away. <laughs> doing, you know, the TV interviews. <laughs> no, sorry, I was lower class. I did a podcast <laughs> interview. Yeah, yeah, you got to get in line. Um, um, Rachel Nayland, she yeah. says, of course, thank you uh, to, to, to everything. But like I mentioned in this interview with her, first Tour de France in a French team yeah. and she's impressed by yeah. the the importance she didn't know how important the race was for a French team yeah it's pretty cool isn't it and it's um, I'm so glad Rach got to do this you know she 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 had a, she had a fair bit of emotion at the finish yeah. there and uh, I've known Rach for you know a long time throughout most of her career and you know, she's done a lot. She's silver medalist she, at the world champs. She's um, a trooper. I mean, she I, is a trooper. I made a joke in this interview saying she had a crack in my best Aussie uh, accent, but uh, <laughs> but she really did. She yeah. really did have a go. Yeah, yeah, she yeah. No, she does, and she's still so passionate. You know, she's been a pro for a long time. She's had her highs and she's had some lows, but she's so passionate about cycling and about the future of women's cycling. And I think, you know, she's a. She's a great role model for the young Aussie women that are coming up, and yeah. I hope she'll continue to be that, you know, for a couple more years yet. Yeah. And also, someone uh, talking about the younger riders, uh, Ruby Roseman Gannon. Uh, she's been impressive, I yeah. think, in, in her authority in, in this tour. More than, I mean, the performance is there, it's good, but the way she did it. Yeah, Ruby's, look, Ruby is developing as a, as a, as a pro, you know, it's a, it's a debut season. She's a sprinter. But I think there's going to be more to there's Ruby than more just that. Yeah, there's a lot more than the first yeah, sprint. Yeah, she's. I think. Well, I don't think I know. But um, that's a Macron's. Uh, <laughs> what's that? That's Emmanuel Macron's uh, sentence. I don't think I know. I don't think I, I know. know. <laughs> what? Wait, why did he say that? I can't remember. Yeah. <laughs> oh, we can't say. But anyway, <laughs> let's not go down that path. Yeah, she. She is. I, I'm quite sure she's a competitor, no doubt. Like all the women, she would have loved and probably. Would have loved a result here, and she would have liked already some maybe more results here in Europe this year. But she is on a trajectory, yeah. Ruby. She really is, and I can see that already because you know she's right, she's just ridden the toughest tour of her life, she said, and this is something special. Guess what? Yes, you spoke to her, I spoke to her as well, Ruby. Top of the super planche de Belfille, first tour de France done. How are you feeling? Yeah, I am pretty tired, but I'm very glad to get over that last little steep pinch. I watched it uh, in the men's race, and it looked a lot easier when they were sprinting up there. But yeah, God, I was on my limit, I think, and I was 20 minutes back. So yeah. This this whole race did that match your expectation? 
Yeah, I think so. Um, well, I actually came in with probably a little bit lower expectations for like the coverage and the crowds, but it's been pretty insane. Like, just so so much encouragement on the side of the road. So many people just saying, "It's you, nearly there. Go, go, go!" And like, I don't know. I think. Uh, in women's racing, it's growing, but we have never had anything like this. And just the media coverage, everyone's watching, like, saying good things and bad things. Uh, but, yeah, it's, it's, I think this is a new chapter in women's cycling, and we're really seeing that it's something that people want to watch and enjoy. And for all the young girls out there, like me, when I was five, uh, just starting, it's like, I think it's a big moment, yeah. You know, Gracie said uh, in some of our coverage, importance to have a role model. And uh, we talked a lot about when you were growing up, probably you had men's role model. But you becoming more of a role model, uh, I mean, the whole peloton, I mean, role models for younger girls. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when I was growing up, we still had women uh, doing really well. Um, like Marianne Voss was my idol. Like, But she, um, she was doing it off the back of like financial hardship and stuff and for for a young Australian the idea that that could be a profession like I, I didn't even I discounted the idea of the, that that would be my job I thought that I would like I always studied and I finished my degree thinking that I would have to support myself while riding and it would be a real challenge to make the move over there because I don't have like a European base but I think now for young Australian women it's you, you can see this year there's so many new women uh, joining the peloton we had Anya Lowe a young Aussie who's just come over and had the financial stability to be able to do that because of the team support so I think for yeah all those young girls and the parents of young girls this is a career option now and um, whilst I think it's still important to study it's cool that it actually can be a future. Yeah don't stop studying last question you mentioned Marianne Voss uh, how was it to ride against or alongside the GOAT the greatest of all time? Yeah, well, like, I remember when I was young, uh, I saw Marianne Voss's height. I think it was, like, 168 or 169, and I was uh, about 170, and I was like, I don't want to keep growing, and I only ended up growing a centimetre more. So, uh, yeah, she's always been my idol, and when I was really young, I got her signature, but um, I uh, rode at Gent Wegelum, I think, with her, and... Not only is she the most incredible bike rider ever to exist, she is the nicest human. Like, the way she rides in the bunch, she has so much respect for, like, me. That she let me in on her train one time, and then, obviously, I let her through. But, like, that, that kind of riding, like, you know, there's a lot of good riders who are not like that. And she will always... She has time for everyone. She always chats. So, yeah, I uh, I think when Marianne wins, everyone everyone in the peloton is happy because she's the classiest bike rider there is. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. I know it's the, the end, so... Time for recovery? Yeah, time to uh, relax a bit and catch up with my family. Enjoy, thank you. Thank you so much. That was Ruby Roseman Gannon. Uh, she's cool, I like her. Yeah. And the way she says about you know the little girls being the role models, Mariana Voss being the role model, she's just embracing that race. Yeah. She's hoozing that Tour de France. Yeah, she is. And yeah, it's it's. I think it's important, you know, for, for riders that do become, you know, winners and stars one day, at some point, I think if you the ones that have got that ability to to somehow look around them and understand what they're doing and what they're achieving at the time, and you know she talks about Voss and, and these stars, she's not overawed by it because she's she's battling, she's got the elbows out in the sprints and fighting with them, but she's well aware of what she's achieving here, and she knows now where she wants to be, and that's why else I think Ruby's got this mindset, you know, that that is going to take her to the next level and and, and beyond. Uh, Maka, also I want to say thank you for all your work in this podcast. You've been a trooper, 30 episodes. And guess what? In 21 days, we have to do it again. It's actually, actually, it's 18 days, mate. It's 18. That was three days ago. 18 days, the Walter starts, peeps. So 
if you've got if you've got um, withdrawals, you've got a hangover. Yeah, don't so, worry. In 18 days, we are back. We absolutely. Are back. No, thank you, mate. You've been a star too. You we produce this. We had fun. Yeah, but no, let me give you a wrap. You, okay. you produce it. You put it together. I come in and talk. And then you've got to edit this thing post-stage. Uh, there's not much of an edit, by the way, people. It's all pretty much live. <laughs> That's what you think. <laughs> and then it's done. So we work hard. We're a great team. And uh, and we haven't had a big argument this, no, which is, this uh, one either. <laughs> we've had a couple of touchy moments, but we've survived, haven't we? That's the life in a group. But also, I think we should say thank you to listeners. Yeah. Uh, because you've, you've, you've turned up in numbers. And yeah. it's been a very good year for, for this podcast. And I hope we, uh, we pleased you with the content. So I think, yeah, we should say thank you to, yeah. to everyone that listened to this yeah, podcast. Yeah, massive thank you to, to, the, to the Couch Peloton, the and listeners, also, the viewers. Yeah, yeah. Don't hesitate to, to spread the word because yeah. in 18 days, we're doing it again. We are doing it again. Jump on board and the vault is cool we love doing uh, the vault yeah. and there's yeah. so many riders gonna be there yeah. thank you Maka. thank you this was the uh, Zwift SBS cycling podcast before we go uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download stream or subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash sport or log a ride with our friends at Zwift until next time it's bye for now thanks for listening to the SBS Tour de France Avic Zwift podcast I hope you're having as much fun as I am watching the Tour de France film Avic Zwift As the finish line is just the beginning, the next step for me is to get ready for the Australian summer. So I'm going to keep fit and keep it fun on Zwift. A fun way to train is to join one of the group rides, hop in with a pace partner or an ad hoc bungee and take on some of the great courses. My favourites are Ventop, Alpe de Zwift, the RGV course in France and the Japan-inspired Mercury Islands. And if, like me, you've been inspired by the women at the TDFFAZ, dive in and start riding with a free seven-day trial by simply heading to Zwift.com. Ride on.